Switched on on FM 104 and I'm joined by chartered psychologist Leisha McGrath. Hello. Hello, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So we are, I suppose, heading towards Christmas, but after that we do have New Year's. And when it comes to New Year's, we kind of put a lot of pressure on us, kind of New Year, New Me kind of vibe, don't we? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think sometimes people can really give in to a lot of the excesses at Christmas and kind of go, oh, I can be really, you know, in inverted commas, lazy or bad mm-hmm. or overindulgent or whatever it is. And then I'll be really, in inverted commas, good and uh, turn over a new leaf in January. <laughs> um, it's almost sometimes like a bit of a permission to, to overdo it at Christmas as well. But yeah, it can lead to a lot of pressure. And I suppose with that, we kind of go into the whole realm of setting goals and, and things we want to achieve in the new year. Now, this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it can add a bit of pressure to people as well, can't it? Yeah, for sure. And I think um, I think there's a, there's a few things with that. Some people love a goal. Some people love just a structured, kind of rigid, keep them on track goal that's very sequential. Other people, um, myself included, that kind of rigidity brings me out in a rash. I can't stand it. I'm, I tend to, to go with intentions, which I think are quite, they're just a lot softer and more gentle. And they allow, for me anyway, they feel that I can that I can move towards where I'm trying to head to, but but in relation to whatever's unfolding around me. So it just feels a bit less rigid. I think it's great any opportunity that we try and stretch ourselves, come out of our comfort zone, learn new things, all really, really healthy um, pursuits and endeavours. But I think if our motivation is, you know, that we want to look a certain way or be like someone else or we feel that we should do something it's destined to probably make us feel more unhappy than happy in most cases. What tends to be the difference between a goal and an intention? So a goal tends to be that structured, rigid, mm. you know, you do two steps one day and 10 steps the next day, but you know, and it's this on Monday and that on Wednesday and that on Friday. And it's a real structured plan. Um, there doesn't seem, in a lot of ways, there's, there, there's not kind of much give in the plan. So it's very, you have to follow it. Some people like it because it keeps them on track. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't allow for a lot of individual difference. For example, if you're starting to learn to run or something like that, you know, you need to find uh, plans that really, that really allow you to tailor it to your own needs, I believe. Um, intentions are more fluid. So you have an intention that by... March, you'd like to be able to run 5K. How you get there, you know, isn't as rigid. So it's not about doing 1K one week, 2K the next week, 3K the next week or whatever. It can just be about, okay, this week I feel really good. I'm going to really push it. Another week I'm going to rest. And and it's really about tuning into what's going on around you, how you're feeling. Um, and I think there's just a lot more of a gentleness and for me an authenticity with an intention. There's no right and wrong, by the way. One is not better than the other. It's really just down to personal uh, preference. And I suppose how much you're invested in the goal or the intention as well. Like, what do you want to get out of it? Why are you setting yourself up for this? And I think if the motivation uh, in the first instance is really authentic and, you know, true to yourself, you're much more likely to stick to it. Is it good for us to have something to achieve, whether it's a goal or an intention? Yeah, it really is. It's really good for us to stretch ourselves to pursue something and in fact they say it's best for us never to reach that end goal it's always important to keep striving so as soon as you get a close to what you're trying to achieve 
move the goalpost another further bit down the road. It's important to do that because that's how we develop. We have what, what we call a comfort crisis now where everything is easy for us. We don't need to read maps. We don't need to, you know, count our steps or, man- you know, we, something will tell us how we slept or how we you know, where to go and how to do it and all that kind of stuff. And actually, that's not good for our brains. We need, and our bodies, we need to push ourselves. That's why things like cold therapy or doing things like running a physical pursuit that, you know, that that is hard to begin with when you're learning to run. But, you know, those things coming out of your comfort zone, out of this comfort crisis is really, really important for our development. It's where we learn. It's where we stretch our brains. It's where we stretch our bodies. So I couldn't recommend it more but it's to come at it in a way that's authentic to you, that maybe doesn't feel that pressure that we were talking about at the beginning. And that, you know, you have, I think it's best that you can have some sort of flex in it, in, in your plan, whether that's a goal or an intention, to allow for whatever comes up day to day for you. And you do a lot of work around vision boards as well, don't you? Yeah, every January I run uh, a vision board session. So it it brings my three kind of professional passions together, which are psychology, coaching, and I'm an Irish Celtic shaman as well. So a vision board is where you kind of set an intention. It's not a goal, but you 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 look through. We bring a collection of magazines and different images and text and we create a vision board and it doesn't always kind of make sense. You're like, I'm just really drawn to that. I'm really drawn to that. I'm, you know, I don't know what this is about. And you stick it on your board um, and you put it somewhere where you see it every day. And it's so amazing when you get to the end of the year, you're like, oh, that's what that was about. It's like you bring it to life. So I run um, happily this year, the, the way that the dates have worked out. I'm running it on the 6th of January, which you may know is also the ancient Irish tradition of Nulik Naman. Um, So that tradition would have been where the men folk would have let the women have a day off um, from all the kind of traditional cooking and cleaning and childminding and hopefully there's a little bit more parity in our society now. But We hope so. (laughs) But nonetheless, it's a really lovely afternoon um, to come together as women and to just take time off the, you know, the, the treadmill of life and to consciously step into this new calendar year, to consciously bring, bring forward an intention that we want to manifest in the year. And we know that energy moves with intention. So I take the group, it's a five-hour workshop, and I take the group through a series of ritual and ceremony. There's no experience needed. It's always um, you know, really well attended every year and it's just women um, and everyone goes away with their own vision board at the end of the evening and then what you have to do is you have to take down the vision board that you had from last year and burn that so that the energy of that is gone and you're replacing um, your, your, your space on the wall with a new vision board for the year ahead. It's a powerful process. With a vision board, do you need to be realistic or can you be a bit idealistic maybe with it? Um, I think it just depends. It's really more maybe for me, I would describe it as quite instinctive. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm drawn to certain images or certain texts or whatever it is, but I just go with it. I trust it. So we do a few things in the workshops around, um, you know, setting ourselves up for, for before we start selecting the images or visuals. And, um, and that really allows people to, I think, pick things that are, that just feel in tune with them because remember we have so many different sources of wisdom. It's not just our brain. And a lot of us spend all this time living in our brain and just working cognitively, but actually we have heart wisdom and we have gut wisdom and that's really well proven. 
So something like vision boarding, intention setting can actually access some of these other sources of wisdom. So if you just lean into, no idea why this is going on my page, but I'm going to go for it. Um, and, and, and put that on your wall. Every year when the women come back, they're like, oh my God, you've no idea what this turned out to be. This was incredible. Like it just seems to bring it to life. Wow. Um, it's amazing. It's really, really amazing. It's a very, you know, old tradition. It's not something that I've made up. It's, 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 it's well-known and a well-practiced tradition. Um, but it really, really is powerful. So, uh, you know, I'd encourage anyone, there are spaces left that you can book on my on my website, Um We're running it in, in Monkstown, in the Cameroons, in Monkstown on, on the 6th. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. And if, if nothing else, it's, it's a day away from, <laughs> from having to do all the other stuff. Absolutely. Leisha McGrath, Church Psychologist, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks so much, Louise.